0: Hello, today is the 30th of May, 2021, and it is Trinity Sunday. I would invite you to pray with me the collect appointed for today. Almighty and everlasting God, who has given us to us thy servant's grace by the confession of the true faith to acknowledge the glory of the eternal Trinity and in the power of the divine majesty to worship the unity, we beseech thee that thou wouldst keep us steadfast in this faith and evermore defend us from all adversities, who livest and reignest, one God, world without end. Amen. On well, the we collect for today, we acknowledge that God has given unto us, uh, unto those of us who love and serve Him. Well, first of all, we acknowledge that God is almighty, He is all powerful, and that He is everlasting, He is eternal. We acknowledge that He has given Uh, Us his servants, grace by the confession of a true faith, to acknowledge the glory of the eternal Trinity, and in the power of the divine Majesty to worship the Unity. Uh, We don't say thank, we don't thank him, but we have that he's given us grace by the understanding of the Trinity. The Trinity is a mystery, and all analogies uh, for the Trinity ultimately fail. There's probably more heresy preached on this one Sunday than any other Sunday of the church year, because um, often people try to explain away the Trinity, and all analogies ultimately fail and often lead into heresy, quite frankly. So we're not called to totally understand it. It's a mystery, we can't understand it, that's what a mystery means, but we are called to affirm it and confess it. And so we acknowledge God in three persons, at the same time, we worship the unity, one God in three persons. And we ask that God would keep us steadfast in the faith, keep us from falling away, and defend us from all adversities, and who lives and reigns one God, as stated before, a world without end. Amen. The proto-epistle appointed for today is from Revelation, the fourth chapter. Here beginneth the fourth chapter of Revelation, of the Revelation of Jesus Christ. After this, I looked, and behold, a door standing open in heaven. So the first voice, which I had heard speaking to me like a trumpet, said, "Come up here, and I will show you what must take place after this." And at once I was in the spirit. Behold, a throne stood in heaven, the one seated with one seated on the throne. And he who sat there had the appearance of Jasper and Cornelian, and around the throne was a rainbow that had the appearance of an emerald. Around the throne were twenty-four thrones, and seated on the thrones were twenty-four elders clothed in white garments, with golden crowns on their heads. From the throne came flashes of light, of lightning, and rumblings and peals of thunder, and before the throne we burning seven torches of fire, which are the seven spirits of God. And before the throne, there was, as it were, a sea of glass like crystal. And around the throne on, on each side of the throne are four living creatures, full of, the, full of eyes in front and behind. The first living creature, like a lion. The second creature, like an ox. The third living creature, with the face of a man. The fourth living creature, like an eagle in flight and the four living creatures each of them with six wings and full of eyes all around and within and day and are full of eyes without are all around and within and day and night they never cease to say holy 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 is the lord god almighty who was and is and is to come and whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him who is seated on the throne who lives forever and ever. The 24 elders fall down before him who is seated on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever. They cast their crowns before the throne saying, Worthy worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things and by your will they existed and were created. Here endeth the lesson. Well, the book of revelation is extremely symbolic Uh, it too is often misinterpreted and i'm not going to try to explain all of this passage because to do so would take uh, longer than is the purpose of these short meditations and also it would require quite a bit of work to unpack the key thing though for us to, to understand here is that god is on his throne in heaven the triune godhead And you have this image of uh, 24 elders clothed in white, casting down their golden crowns upon the glassy sea. If you're familiar with the hymn, Holy, 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 often sung on Trinity Sunday, it's derived from this passage. But those elders are worshiping the Lord. And what's the significance of 24? Well, you have the twelve tribes of Israel. You had the twelve apostles upon which the church is built. So the Old and the New Testament church together worshiping the triune Godhead. There are these four living creatures and again very symbolic and I'm not don't have the time to go into that but they are they are all seeing and they they're testify day and night worshiping God saying holy 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 is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come God is eternal and whenever the living creatures give glory and honor to him who is seated on the throne who lives forever and ever eternal the 24 elders fall down before him and worship him and 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 who lives forever and the 24 elders fall down before him and ...who is seated on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever. The stress here is on God's eternality. And they cast down their thrones and they say, Worthy are you, Lord, our Lord and God, to receive glory, honor, and power. God alone is worthy to receive that kind of glory and worship. For you created all things and by your will they existed and were created. So you have this image in heaven of the old and the new covenant church worshiping the Lord... And acknowledging his greatness in creation and his majesty and his honor. One God in three persons. Now, not spelled out there, but certainly the images are there. Of course, in the, the end of the Great Commission, the Trinity is spelled out in the baptismal formula baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. The gospel point for today comes from John, the gospel of St. John, the third chapter. Now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you're a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered him, truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered, Are you the teacher of Israel, yet you do not understand these things? Truly, truly I say to you, We speak what we do not we speak of what we know and bear witness to what we have seen, but you do not receive our testimony. If I told you earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe if I tell you heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except he who, who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. Here endeth the gospel. here the, the Gospel of the Lord. So Nicodemus, a, a man of the Pharisees, a ruler of the Jews, an important man, comes to Jesus by night. It's interesting that he comes by night, probably did not want to be seen coming to Jesus in the daytime. And he acknowledges rabbi, which was a term for teacher. We know that you're a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless uh, God is with him. So he is acknowledging that Christ is come from God, that he is not merely doing these things under, under human power. And to that Jesus says to him, unless you unless one is born again he cannot see the kingdom of God and Nicodemus is pondered by that uh, is perplexed by this and he said, How can he be born when he is old? can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Well of course that is ludicrous we we could not do that. Jesus answered to him and said, though truly truly unless one is born of water and the spirit, one cannot enter the kingdom of God unless one is Regenerated by the Spirit, if ordinarily, if one baptized by born by into bat, the baptism being the outward and visible sign of the inward and spiritual grace, the regeneration in the uh, of the heart by the Holy Spirit. But unless one has been regenerated and one been born again by the Spirit, one cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. All of us have been born of the flesh. But in being born of the flesh, we are born sinful, we are born lost, we are born in need of a Savior. Unless we're born of the Spirit, we cannot see the kingdom of God. We cannot enter the kingdom of God. He said, don't marvel to you that I said you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes. And again, in in as was stressed, as I stressed last week, pneuma uh, is the Greek word for spirit, and so the spirit blows, the wind blows uh, where it wishes, and you hear it sound, but don't know where it comes from or where it goes, so it is with everyone who's born of the spirit. The spirit regenerates those whom the spirit will regenerate, and it does so. According to the Spirit's will, we we cannot direct him. Nicodemus said to him, "How can these things be?" And Jesus answered and said, "Are you a teacher of Israel? Yet you do not understand these things. Truly, truly, I say to you, we speak of what we know and we bear witness to what we have seen. But you don't receive. You do not receive our testimony. If, you, if I have told you earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe if I tell you heavenly things?" At that point, Nicodemus could not understand the glory of uh, or the fullness of, the, of Christ's message. Not even his disciples could. They had to be uh, prepared. But he, Jesus says, no one has ascended into heaven except he who descended from heaven, the son of man, speaking of himself. And then he promises that as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so too the son of man will be lifted up. So, too, Christ will be raised from the dead. And, and of course, there's an image there. When Moses lifted up the serpent to give new life, Jesus was lifted up upon a cross in death to give new life. Because by his stripes we are healed. That whoever believes in him might have eternal life. So it is that Jesus promises that those who believe on Christ... Those who are regenerated and given new hearts by the Spirit will have eternal life. So on this Trinity Sunday, I pray that you will confess the Trinity, even though we cannot fully understand it. I pray that you will confess it and that we will glory in the fact that we worship A one God in Trinity, in Trinity, in unity. One God in three persons. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. Thank you.